Hey everybody, Galatians 1, 6 for today. I'm going to read it from the NLT. I am shocked that you are turning away so soon from God who called you to himself through the loving mercy of Christ. You are following a different way that pretends to be the good news. Obviously that term there, good news, is translated gospel. In many translations, the NIV says a different gospel. ESV uh, says a, a different gospel, same thing. Um, you know, again, like I said, many, many translations use the term a different gospel. King James, New King James uses different gospel. NLT says a different good news. Uh, interesting here is I wrote down some, some thoughts here. Um, and that we can unpack. He just was kind of perplexed. This is where his kind of rebuke, his correction comes in. How are you following this other? He really wonders, how is it even possible that you're following something else? This word gospel here uh, means good message, good news. Um, again, uh, New Living Translation actually translated good news. There's only one good news as uh, the heading there. There's only one gospel. He was curious how they changed to a different message, that they were believing something different. As we unpack this, we'll see they're believing something uh, from the law and hoping that that law uh, could make them right. Uh, he's really saying you turn from the good news, uh, which was the best, to, to something that was bad and worse. Not necessarily bad, uh, that the law isn't bad in itself. It's just insufficient. Uh, it is incomplete. Um, and he was just amazed. It's like, it hasn't been that long and you're already walking away from this. Um, you've left grace for the law. Uh, a contrary gospel, the Amplified said, this is a contrary gospel. Uh, it, it uses the term, uh, you shifted allegiances. You deserted him. Wow, I love that. Um, don't love that they deserted him. Don't love that they shifted allegiances. I just think that word picture there. The message says you've done, you turn traitor. Um, it's an alien message. It says a law on no message. It's, it, it's, it's, it gives you an incorrect picture of God, incomplete. The Passion Translation uses the word distorted gospel. So Paul's just, he's just really starting off with, with saying he's disappointed with them. Um, he's sharing his disappointment. I'm shocked. I'm so shocked. Uh, so soon that you, you did this. You, you know, you, he called you uh, through his loving mercy, the loving mercy of Christ. Uh, but you've decided to follow a different way uh, that pretends to be the right way. Um, I'm going to be talking about Galatians 1, 7 today. I'm going to read it from the NLT first of all. But it is not good news at all, the good news at all. You are being fooled by those who deliberately twist the truth concerning Christ. Obviously, verse six says you are, being, you are following a different way that pretends to be the good news, a pretend gospel, another gospel, a fake gospel. Really what he's saying here, this isn't the gospel. This isn't the good news. And he he's very clear, Paul is, about not mincing his words, and you are being fooled by those who deliberately twist the truth concerning Christ. Some notes that I took on that. Just interesting. He doesn't mince words. He comes right at it. 
He's like, it's bad news. It's perverted news. They've troubled you. Other other uh, translations say instead of fooled you, they troubled you. They 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 stirred up. They created sedition. They agitated the pervert. There it says um, that they uh, that is they transmute. They turned that metastrofo is the the word there for transmute to turn. They cha- they turned it into something it was never supposed to be. The NLT obviously says the fooled and they twisted the truth. Uh, ESV, they trouble, distorted, amplified. So they've they they've been disturbing, confusing, misleading, and twisting. Wow, uh, I, I never want to be accused as a pastor, as a leader, of twisting, misleading, uh, mixing you up, twisting the good news. Uh, Paul was not saying, I love what I wrote here, he, that they had a difference of opinion. He was using strong language uh, to say this is wrong. This is not good news. This isn't the good news at all. This is fake news. I know that brings a lot of like connotation and political thing, but this was a Paul was the originator of the term fake news. Just slightly kidding there. He said, this isn't the good news. This isn't the real thing. This is this is this is not it. Uh, this is not this is a pretend news. This is not the gospel at all. And so he, he doesn't mince words. He doesn't say, hey, we disagreed. He calls it out and says it is wrong. And so uh, as we're as we're concentrating on that and meditating on those scriptures, let us make sure that the gospel that we're preaching is the true gospel. Um, and we just wanted to read those as we're setting up uh, eight and nine Galatians one, eight and nine. Uh, Let God's curse fall on anyone, including us or even an angel from heaven who preaches a different kind of good news than the one we preach to you. He's really setting the point home at this part. uh, Paul is. He said again, I I, what we have said before, he's like, let me repeat myself. I want to repeat to you. I want to make it clear. If anyone preaches any other good news than the one you welcome, let that person be cursed. That's verses eight and nine. Let the curse fall upon anyone, including any of us or an angel from heaven who preaches a different kind of good news than the one we preached to you. I say again what we have said before. If anyone preaches any other good news than the one you welcome, let that person be cursed. Wow. Uh, Again, not pulling any punches. Paul isn't here. I want to read some of my notes here, starting in for verse uh, eight. Uh, he says, anyone who preaches other news should be cursed. It's, it's interesting. No matter who preaches it, it he, anyone, he says, let that person uh, be. He says, in, if it's an us, he goes, in other words, it's one of the super apostles uh, that we are, the, the, the call of chosen ones of God. If we're preaching it, let us be cursed. If an angel from heaven is preaching, whatever messenger it is, because the problem is, is that there is a curse in the law. So the reason that the law is cursed when you're preaching it and the law being like you can save yourself that he talks about, it, he says, you know, Christ, what, what, what we'll talk about is Christ became a curse for us because the law can only bring curse to us. It only brings us into the curse of sin and helps us to understand sin. It can't get us out of the power of sin. And so it's just naturally the fruit of uh, the law is is the curse. And so he's saying, if you're going to walk in the curse, you're going to walk in the curse. If you want to preach the curse, you're in the curse. So he, he goes on, verse 9, he, again, he repeats it again, like a curse on anyone. He, he, he's really, I think, setting up and foreshadowing that he's going to call some of the leaders of the church out on their 
mixing of the law with the gospel. He's going to call them out later. We're going to see that. But he's really foreshadowing, saying, it doesn't matter who you are. Uh, An angel from heaven has this message of you can be saved through the law. He said, that's a curse, 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 curse. He repeated it again, repeating yourself. If you preach any other good news than the one uh, you welcome, let that person be cursed. You know, he's really setting a vow upon them, even even to the one that uh, it brings back to the vow that the that the Israelites uh, that wanted to shut Paul up, they took they took a vow, said, we're not going to eat, we're not going to drink anything until we kill Paul. And so there's this kind of a, a shadow back to that, foreshadowing forward what he's going to say, you know, how he called out some of the church leaders on this. But uh, he, he goes on to say that, you know, in verse, uh, we'll find in chapter five, it's like, man, I just wish they would cut themselves off totally uh, because they're cursed. Um we, we, we know that even in, in Romans, Paul says, man, I would love to, to take the curse for you. Um, I would take the curse if I could. So it, it makes it clear here uh, that that we know that 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 they would cut off the law. They would pull the plug on it, um, that we must declare consistently uh, that Christ is our only way, that we can't add anything else in there. Um he talks about this in, in other writings. If you don't love Jesus, you're cursed, that you should be cut off. You can't call Jesus cursed under the spirit. And so he's like, if you're going to walk in the spirit, you're going to walk in preaching the gospel, the good news about Jesus. He makes it clear that it doesn't matter who it is, how many PhDs they have, how many followers they have, how big uh, their church is. If they're preaching another gospel, it's it's a curse unto them. Galatians one. Verse 10, this is the last verse in kind of the heading. And uh, again, in, in many of the Bibles, there's only one good news. There's only one gospel. There's only, you know, in this heading, this verse is the last uh, one in this little section where Paul is addressing this. And he says, obviously, I'm going to read from the NLT. Obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. Wow. Very powerful, very powerful verse uh, there. So a few things that I had in my notes there for Galatians 1.10 uh, is that it's about pleasing God, not pleasing people. Looking for God's approval, not man's. Being Christ's servant, not man's. To serve Christ, not man. To please Christ, not man. To, to, to seek Christ's praise, not man's praise, uh, to, to, to go after God's approval, not man's approval. We can all learn from that. He, he said, uh, you know, he's not trying to win the approval. The goal was to please God. We know that, that, that scripture says that faith pleases God. Obedience pleases God. So we know that Paul was being obedient. We know that he was preaching in faith and that those things pleased God. So our goal then is ultimately in our life is to, to live life for God's approval. Now, we know that God has already approved us because that's what the cross did. Um, but what Paul is saying here basically is like, I'm living to to live a life of obedience to God, not to man, not to be a people pleaser, but to be a God pleaser. And we know that faith uh, pleases God and we know that obedience pleases God. Um, 
that we, we, we receive his approval in that. And so that unity, that trust, that love and in, in context, what he's saying is, is I'm not preaching man's gospel. I'm not preaching what man wants to hear. I'm preaching the gospel of Jesus, you know, God's grace working by faith and leading to obedience. That's when we tie it together for that approval is that we have God's grace, but it works by faith. Uh, that is proven and le- leads to obedience. And so we know uh, that that is how we get it. He says, basically, I think of it this way. He's saying, if I was in this for man, I wouldn't be serving God. Uh, if, I'm not doing this to build a following. I don't care how many, you know, today we could say that is I don't care how many people are following me right now. That, that this leads us to, to remember to check our hearts and uh, that this, I, I love what he's saying. Ultimately, what Paul is saying is, I'm not for sale because I've already been bought. Come on, come on, say that. I'm not for sale because I've already been bought with the blood and the sacrifice of Jesus. And so he's a servant of Christ, not by hire, but by purchase. He's not for sale because he's already been bought. Well, that concludes that section of Galatians 1 talking about the gospel and this other gospel that is being preached. Hopefully you found this helpful. Uh, like, share, comment, leave your questions, uh, leave your any, any uh, you know, observations that you have or even any critiques. Love to hear what you have to say and have a great day. Let me know how I can be a blessing to you.